I know what all this is about. I know it. I know it in my heart. So, another strange thing is like, so I just Googled like St. Michael to put us there. Title of the podcast for the previous one because the autocorrect put it as Saint Michelle, which is another snaky thing to do. But anyway, I know it's all linked because when I was um, when I was in England and I didn't know what to do with myself, I was walking. When I went, when I was homeless and all I had was a compass, I just walked southwest and I don't know why. Something was telling me southwest. I might have heard it somewhere that that's where what, the direction Indians go where they know they're going to die, but it was something wrong because when I, uh, when I was preparing to be homeless again from my flat I was due to be evicted from the house on Christmas day of all day I mean of all days to be evicted to give someone an eviction notice for Christmas day is pretty fucking brutal so I knew straight away I was something's weird here why would it be Christmas day that's mental no one would do that consciously without being an absolute arsehole. Why, why not January the 4th or like, you know, what the fuck? So when I knew that, I was, I had loads of shit. I had like a tent, I had some walking boots and shit. And I got a map and I was going to, walk around the southwest of England this trail and the trail is like it's about 300 miles in total that I was going to do 200 odd miles 300 miles quite a long fucking distance but I was going to do it you start like kind of north southwest you walk around the edge of England bottom of like Cornwall and you keep going. And I've just looked. Oh, I looked for St. Michael, but then it came up St. Michael's Castle. I looked at it. It's in the same fucking spot where I was going to walk. Exactly the same spot where I was going to walk. And it's got a statue of St. Michael keeping down the snake and that. But I know what this is all about. I was supposed to get married to my ex. And I know I've mentioned it a few times and people are like, oh yeah, people break up all the time. No, man, this is different. This is, we were supposed to get married. This is a different fucking timeline. This is, everything was good between me and my ex. Uh, We went through a lot of rough shit, but she was there. She was, we only first, we were only together six months when me, old, me, me dad got diagnosed. And she had to, she lay with me in my bedroom whilst my dad was dying. She was there through it all, man. Our souls were connected through that. Like, it was pretty deep and it was heavy. 
but I know she was like important and she got me through a lot of rough shit because she understood like what I've been through you know that's why I don't understand how she's behaving now because she knows she, like she understood she got it I went through a lot of shit and she stood by me and I always said to myself I want to be there for her when bad things happen to her you know when she loses people and that I've always had that, you know, need of wanting to pay her back in that in that way. And but the thing is, I've always said to myself, and I always said to her, I want her to be happy. Like I loved her, love her that much that I did want her to break up because I wanted her to be with someone better, like someone who. Uh, would, you know, make it happen. I never felt like I was good enough, you know. You know, money-wise, sex-wise, sex personality, like, like loads of things. Like, I always thought, oh, you know, I'm a tr I'm troublemaker, always get into shit, I'm an alcoholic. She could do so much better, she deserves so much better. So I always, like, thought that, that she should be with someone else. So careful what you wish for. But anyway, um, the weird, how I know this is fucked and this is not right. Right, if you use gematria to add up numbers of a word or whatever, one weird thing is right, and it goes back to, I don't know why, but my first email was DJ something number 35. Seems a bit random, but it kind of connects. The room I'm in now is 53, right? I didn't even notice this until this Filipino girl told me. She's like, what's your life number? I was like, I don't know. She goes, well, mine's three, yours is five. Your room number's 53, like, that's mad. I was like, oh, yeah, okay. But then I kept seeing 53, 35 everywhere. To the point where I saw it that many times, I've got a tattoo of it on my arm, 353. And uh, I was like, this is, what's going on? Why do I keep seeing this number everywhere? So after I've done this, after I've got the past um, um, tattoo, I've, I've, I've Googled my name and Gematria and my fucking... My name adds up to 535. Now, I don't believe in coincidences. That's too much of a fucking coincidence. But what's even more berserk is my ex's new boyfriend. His fucking name adds up to 666. Now, to do that, you've got to do so many fucking gymnastics to get that number. Like, it's not, it doesn't just happen. It's quite a fucking big thing. Like, it's like, the chances of that are so fucking minute. So, it just shows me, one, the fucking snake fucking gods, or I want to call them gods, the fucking wankers, aren't that fucking clever. They're not that fucking smart. Right. Well, they're not creative, I should put. So, 
my ex's new boyfriend, his name adds up to 666. Mine adds up to 535 when I keep seeing fucking 35 and 53 everywhere. Now I know whatever's happened, all this shit, because we were supposed to, the mad thing is as well, is for my 40th, like for the year, the year before this pandemic, I had the best year ever. I fixed my back. I was in a car crash with my ex because I wanted to pick her up on New Year's Day, New Year's Eve, because I didn't want to walk in the streets on her own, catching a bus because I was worried about it. So all over Christmas, I didn't drink, didn't drink Christmas Day. You know, I was really trying not to drink. And then on New Year's Eve, I didn't drink. I just waited and I picked her up. And we were in a car crash and messed me back up. Luckily, she wasn't injured at all, but I, I was really badly injured. And uh, I was in agony for like a year, two years, couldn't walk, had to lie on the floor in the living room. You know, it's hard on our relationship. Couldn't sleep in the same bed as her because I didn't, every time I moved, I was like, out, out, out. So I didn't want to wake her up because she had to work. And so it was pretty brutal that. But anyway, I fixed me back and I was like, oh, yeah, man, you know, I'm okay, I'm good. And for that year, I was so positive, like, so happy. I was like, we'd go for walks. I was just happy. Nothing was getting me down. I was I was really happy. So for my 40th, she arranged for us to go to Egypt to go see the pyramids, which also always makes me think of Osiris, like, going into the underworld and shit. I don't know, man, like, I feel like some kind of connection with Osiris. But, um, anyway. She, uh, she books the pyramids, because I'm obsessed with pyramids in, like, Egypt, and I've, I've, I love pyramids, I'm obsessed, to the point where it did, annoyed it loads, but, Anyway, she booked this holiday. We were going to go see the pyramids. We were going to go to Luxor, the valley, and all that. I was so excited, so happy. And lo and behold, a month before I was due to go, the pyramids, COVID, fucking pandemic happened. Now, I'm not that, like, um, thingy to think, oh, God, it's, it was all to stop me going to pyramids. I'm not saying that, but, like, in my reality, in my reality, if the Kabbalion, the book, is real and all is mine, then kind of it affects you, doesn't it? So in a way, yeah, maybe. Maybe I am just a brain in a vat somewhere or some shit. Or, I don't know. But I know it was worldwide. The whole world got locked down. It's pretty fucked. But the chances of that, like, what the fuck? And then the chances that her new boyfriend's name 666, the serpent. And then I just happened to, like, have complete faith in St. Michael. And I draw a picture of St. Michael with a, a foot on a snake's head. And then... I was writing down Mike 
who's my uncle, and it's all connects. It's weird as fuck, man. I don't. It's just mad. But I know all this is because I know a lot of this shit's going on because the fucking serpent is like fucked around with reality to make it so like I wouldn't marry my true love, like you know. You know, almost like separating Adam and Eve and all that shit, like giving it a taste of the fruit. No doubt he's got probably got a big dick, like he's all, he's like a mixed race, so probably. I mean, fuck it, I'm not past caring about that, like, but it would make, it would make sense, wouldn't it? Because the weird thing is when I was homeless and I was walking southwest, the final stop before someone paid for a train for me to get home. I got to this house and I just ordered, I just asked for some water. I goes, excuse me, have you got any water? I've been walking for like days. And um, they got me some water and made me a sandwich. And they were like proper Christian. Like they said, to, I was like, the one of the first things I said to him was like, do you believe in God? I know it sounds pretty intense, but that's what I did. And they were like, yeah, yeah, we're like, they're really strong Christians. I was like, okay. And one of the first things he said to me was, <coughs> I'll never forget it, but he, he was like dead, dead pan serious. And like, he looked, I said to him that, and he said, yeah, we're Christians. And then he looked at me and goes, he's like, do you know the story of Adam and Eve? I'm like, yeah, kind of, like, but I don't know. I mean, I wasn't, like, super religious. But, you know, I kind of know the story, but... But I just thought it was weird, how I thought it was weird how he said that. So, and, like... I don't know. I, the people have been with me, like... Yeah, it was the one who seemed like a true, good spirit, you know, like a good, I felt like we were like proper soulmates. And this isn't like just, you know, oh, it's a lost love, you know, it happens to those people. I know it happens to a lot of people, but it's more than that. I just know it is. I mean, it's been like, how long has it been? Two years. And I know it's more than that because I'm in Thailand. If I wanted to, I could just shag loads of birds. Like, there's loads of fit. There's loads of fit women, like, everywhere. If I wanted to, I could just get a Thai wife. You know, but I don't. Like, that's the fucking thing. It's like, I'm not interested. It's like if it's not, if it's not here, I'm not interested. Even though I know she's getting boned by this dude. It's not about jealousy. It's not about hate. It's about like, I feel like something's off. I feel like this timeline's completely fucked. Like, you know what I mean? I feel like, the goddamn lying fucking serpent. 
as like manipulated reality and has robbed me, robbed me from my marriage. Because we were engaged for about four or five years, but we can never quite afford to get married. Never. Like, I, w- I worked at Royal Mail for like nearly 10 years. I was part time all that time. And then, obviously, by coincidence, I'm sure, but as soon as we broke up, a few weeks later, yeah, maybe a month or so, I'm not sure, but after we broke up, I got offered and I got made up to full-time hours. I mean, I've been there for like eight, nine, ten years, but I get made up to full-time hours after a breakup with it. I mean, the whole point I was hoping to get made up was so we could afford to get married, get a house, rent. Can never afford it. But then we break up and now I'm, I'm suddenly I could afford it. It's a fucking joke, man. It's a complete bullshit joke. We should have got married, but everything was against us all the fucking time of getting married. You know, we were going to have kids as well. All I ever wanted as well was a garden for me, cat. Me cat, Alan. I, I used to pray all the time, just like, or just, you know, hope and pray for a garden for Alan. Because he was like a flat, he was a, a, a flat cat, you know. He'd only ever lived in the flat, and I felt tight and I felt shady. I was like, oh man, he deserves to be, he's like a little hunter. He should be free. But we couldn't let him out because we were on the main road. I didn't want him to get run over. So we, you know, I had money from like the car crash coming through that we were going to put towards a deposit on a house. But then all this mad weird shit happens where I feel like I'm possessed and I get put in a mental institute. which I feel like is all kind of, it was all planned in a way. And then I'm stuck in the mental institute, so when I'm like bored, I uh, I ended up spending all my fucking payout savings from the car crash and wasted it on like trying to do stocks because I thought I needed a way of making money because I didn't know if I'd be able to work again. It's all very fucking calculated, but I see it now. I see it. I see what the fucking serpent's doing. I also see, hear, and feel the protection of the angels, especially my angel, my archangel, which is Saint Michael. I know it is. There's a reason why I drew the picture of him standing on the snake's head. And it's a great drawing. I wish I could find it. If I can find it, I'll try and upload it for the next podcast or something. So, yeah, it's... uh, I know this fucking timeline's been fucked with and I should be with my ex. I know it. I shouldn't be here in a different fucking country on my own. 
I mean, I can manage all that. It's not about that. I'm fucking, I'm okay, but like, I know it shouldn't be this way. Because another weird thing, it's like at Christmas, I emailed it. I didn't ask for anything. I haven't emailed it for months since about, I don't know, April or some shit. But I emailed it just saying like, can you, oh no, I emailed it. Oh no, I didn't email this last year. I emailed in November the year before, I think. When I first got to Thailand. Maybe I emailed it once more, I'm not sure. But I emailed it Christmas saying, Luke, it's Christmas. Just a picture of Alan would be great if you could do that live. No reply. Now that is not the same person who I knew. She knows damn well how much I love that cat. The person I knew would have sent me a picture of Alan. So I can't help but feel like something's going on. Because she had like a, an abusive ex-boyfriend before me, someone who was dead controlling and that. I just hope and I pray that she isn't going through that again, where she can't do what she wants. And I can't help but feel like that's what's happening. She's being like controlled again. I'm going to have to send her a letter. I did have a letter that I written for her in my bag that went missing, funnily enough. I mean, that's another thing. Both my bags went missing from New Delhi. I mean, one bag, okay. Both bags, my rucksack and my suitcase. What are the fucking chances of that? Yeah. Something's going on, obviously. I know it, I'm not that fucking stupid. I think I've got most of it figured out. Sly, snaky fucker. Shouldn't swear. Curse words, aren't they? What's fuck? Cuffs. Do you know what I mean? Think about it. Curse words. So I do apologise for swearing. Please forgive me, Father. It's just something that's been ingrained in me since uh, young, which most people do. Which it's all a fucking trick. This whole fucking reality, man, it's all an illusion. And the only thing that's real in this illusion is love. But anyway, that's my conclusion.